Welcome to the Let That Go Show with Kasira McKee and Richard Skipper. This show is based on Kasira's book, Let That Go, where she guides people in completely blessing and releasing people, places, and all kinds of things. Kasira and Richard share personal insights and experiences based on concepts in Kasira's book with guests and you, their co-hosts. Are you ready to let that go? Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I am so happy to see both of you. Uh, Kasira, I, I feel like it's been forever. It has been. Yes, the planets are moving in strange and interesting ways. And yes. so are you, Kasira. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in a very strange and interesting way. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm sorry. I uh, my my new office setup is in my bedrooms. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, you'll live. <laughs> uh, yes, but you're in. Uh, do you want to tell everybody, or should I? It's you know, humid. Okay. It's. I'm back in Dallas. It's extremely humid. I can't do anything with this hair. Um, I my hair is in its natural poofy ball state right now. Um because of the humidity and all my friends here in Texas know about the humidity. Um, I'm doing the best I can and I can't find my lipstick yet. So um, I'm au natural. But you look gorgeous. <laughs> I think you're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. How are you guys? I'm doing great. I was telling you before we went live that um, this morning in church, uh, I mean, I, I started going back to church. I, I mentioned that uh, earlier. Uh, the, the church is directly across the street. And they asked me, because of the passion of the Christ, if I would uh, read the part of Pontius Pilate uh, in uh, the reading this morning. So did I read you do it. it with the, did you do it with the British accent, like all the people in, all the people in Rome? <laughs> No, no, I, I I did it with a southern. I I did it like Eunice uh, from uh, uh, Mama's family. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I um, you know, uh, there's blood on your hands, Jesus. No, I didn't. Uh, Damn it, Jesus! <laughs> I just want to make everybody Lord. laugh in church. You know, everybody's being so serious. No, no, no. I I did not. I did it seriously. Um, but then I'm do and I'm doing a solo in uh, church next Sunday. So uh, mm-hmm. and I went in and they asked me to do this song and and uh, when they gave it to me last Sunday, I says I don't know this song. And then I said, wait a minute, Richard, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Just do it. I mean, nobody's mm-hmm. there to judge me, you know. So uh, I'm just you know I'm doing it. And I'm and no, I'm, except yourself. Except myself. Mm-hmm. Except myself. And uh, and it's interesting because as it's very interesting, I'm thinking about this because we we heard it tonight to talk about the pink moon, and again, forgive me for going here, Aaron and Kazira. I'm thinking about what's very much in the news this week, and you know what I'm talking about. And I yes. think it's very well, many things, yeah. That well, there's there's many things in the news, darling. Yeah. No, but this. <laughs> But, but I know. This, but this tri- uh, this, uh, this possibility of this trial that's going on, and mm-hmm. people having all kinds of opinions that are going on. When you think about today being Palm Sunday, and mm-hmm. when Jesus Christ, uh, the traditional story, is that as Jesus Christ was going through, he went to get a, a donkey to for his mm-hmm. processional to go through town for his uh, parade. Uh, mm-hmm. As the minister put it, think of him as doing like an off-Broadway production, going through town. Mm-hmm. While that was going on through town, um, Pontius Pilate had a big parade going on in town on the other side. And I think about what's about to transpire in Lower Manhattan on Tuesday, um, and the the Republican Party has their version of their parade that they want to present. Then the Democratic Party has their version of the parade that they want to present. And then it's happening this week on Holy Week. Uh, and it's not Holy Week just. In wow. The, um, I didn't even know. You know, it, it, but it, it, it's this is the way my brain operates. And I'm and as I'm hearing these stories this morning. I'm thinking, 
it's interesting that it's happening now and perhaps we all on both sides need to take a step backwards and really do some self-reflection of where we are and how we are observing what's going on and why we are responding to what's going on uh, and why we are having the reaction to what's going on, uh, regardless of what our political affiliation is. Uh, because right. are we reacting to what's going on because um, of what we are being told? Or are we responding to what's going on because of what we are feeling? Or are we responding uh, because of uh, anger, fear, hope, whatever is going on? Because the bottom line is that this, whatever is going to happen on Tuesday, everything that we know about this is based on what we've been told. And the fact of the matter is, we don't know what we don't know. That's right. That's very true. You know, it's interesting that you say that you, you compare the two events here because um, Kasir and I were looking at some patterns and that's what this season is all about anyway. This this particular um, moon cycle is about is, is re revelation of the patterns, revealing the patterns um, and taking a look at them, seeing, you know, the nexus point, how how many times have we been through this? Actually look at it. You know, we can look at it in increments of thousands of years, or in, in our case, we were reviewing a seven-year cycle of something that just happened to Kasira, which I'll let her tell you. But this is what this period is about right now. We're coming out of winter, like we've never seen it before, especially in California. Um, we're coming out of- In New York. In, yes. I mean, exactly. New York has never had such a mild winter. Exactly. Yeah. The entire earth is changing. There's so much going on. You know, we it's being revealed and it's saying, okay, what are you going to do? How, first of all, are you going to respond or are you going to react? Just like you were saying, are we going to do it through the filter of our ego, which says, oh, you wronged me. I'm going to blame you for everything. Or are we going to say, look at, look at it from our source, which says, look, what's okay, we're we get to experience this from our point of view and we can feed that back into the, the vacuum as some uh, scientists call it, you know, the back into the back to source. Mm -hmm. We feed that uh, point of view back to source and we can actually have a communication. Is this help? Is this um, helpful to me? Is it beneficial for me to respond to this, react to it, whatever? Um, is it, is it in line with my specific goal for myself where where does this take me and that's a because the sun is in aries saying let's just shoot the arrow out there let's just run let's just go you know release the hound sort of thing and let them all run um the libra moon is saying let's balance it let's look at this kind of like a little more compassionately where's our where uh, what do I get out of this? You know, yeah, maybe I can say my team won, you know, Super Bowl, whatever we want to call it, the mm -hmm. World Cup, what all these kind of things, this, this is what this is turning into. Um, same with Jesus, you know, on the cross, uh, my team won over yours, or did they really, you know? Uh, the bottom line is, how did it process through my physical being, my physical vehicle that I, that drives me around through this experience of life? How does that benefit? Um, and, you know, we, we we can talk about that a little bit later, but Kasir and I were looking at some very interesting patterns that have been popping up for a long time. Um, and if you want to go into it, Kasir, I think that'd be beautiful. Well, we were talking about this and Aaron was looking up some things on the chart of the moon. And he said, he asked me, you know, okay, so Friday I had a, a car accident. It was not my fault. The person who a person swerved over into my lane and I swerved to avoid him and ended up on the curb and it completely destroyed my tires and my ABS sensors. And I was trying to get somewhere just to get somewhere and I couldn't get there. So I turned around. And, anyway, I was in the middle of the street and the fire department came and the police came and they were very sweet. And, you know, they took really good care of me, but it still ended up costing me a lot of money. This and I just moved to Dallas two weeks ago. Needless to say, I was not happy. 
he asked me what happened seven years ago. Seven years ago in May, I was sitting at a stop sign in my Excuse me. Erin uh, asked you this question or uh, what? Erin. Erin asked, yeah. okay, asked you this mm -hmm. question. Okay. Yeah. I was sitting this is how we do our deep dives. This is how we do, yeah. So, okay. so I was sitting in a stop uh, here in Dallas, sitting in a uh, stop sign behind a truck who apparently didn't know I was there and why he decided to put his truck in reverse. I had no idea, but he did. And he destroyed my truck. He totaled it by backing into it. Seven years so I before said, what that. Happened seven years before that. <laughs> yeah. Seven years before that. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember. Um, let's see. What was that, Aaron? So 2015, um, 2000, Five, I don't think I was driving. I think I was in New York and I wasn't driving. Okay, interesting. Okay. I don't think I was driving then. Uh, right. And then, but when I was seven years old, I was hit by a car. I was right. my, my best friend and I got slippery go-go boots for Christmas. And it was the day or two after Christmas. And we were playing chase in our go-go boots. And she was, <laughs> she was, Mine were bone. They were bone colored. Anyway, I'm chasing her and she grabbed, I, my house was on a little hill that went to the alley. She grabbed onto the fence and swirled around and I couldn't make it. So I slipped down the alley and a station wagon hit me. Right. I so, can laugh now, but I stopped breathing for a minute. Right. And my, so it was my mother, my stepmother around. So I, so I'm in seven year increments. I, these things happen with cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a question regarding that. With each of these instances, were you also on the move? No. <laughs> well, she was running when she slipped and got hit by the car. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. This past week. Yeah. Was, well, um, maybe so. Anyway, yeah. so we're, we were, so Good. the bottom line is, we were talking about repeating patterns. Um, and one of the things we both discovered about the pink moon is that it's a time to, we're, we're waking up from winter and the, the natives, the Native Americans named it the pink moon because of all the flowers blooming in spring, apparently. Uh, yes, and, um, actually, here's the flower that it was named after. Okay. Oh. Nice. Wow. Oh, yeah. thank you for that. Nice. Yeah. And so it's a time of awakening, but also yet a, also a time of reassessing what we're doing. What are mm -hmm. we doing? Where are we going? Is mm -hmm. it working for us? Mm -hmm. If it's not working, do we stay? Do we walk away? Do we leave? Do we change? You know, it, it's all about reassessment and uh, readjustment, possibly. I mean, mm -hmm. and it's our choice. It's our choice what we decide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting because the the um, the choice to look at these events as um, I was listening to a. Um, um, what does he call himself? An intuitive counselor. And um, he says he was checking his um, guides were telling him that we, during these events, we are, what's revealed is our response to the situation. Okay. What's revealed is our response to um, whether it's negative or positive. If it's uh, typically, if something's negative, we it filters through our ego and, and our ego set up to protect us. Okay, so it wants to find a way to keep us com uh, comfortable. And sometimes, if we don't have a real good um, uh, communication with our emotional body, uh, we can sometimes throw these um, throw our reactions into sort of a negative, unresourceful place. So. Uh, one of the things he said was, we can blame. We can throw blame around and we can say, oh, look what happened to me. That person over there did this to me. Um, when in, as we evolve into these new frequencies, we'll start to say, wait a minute, what was my, what really was my part in that? 
really, Aaron, look, look at yourself and say, what was going on before? What went on at the at that moment? And how did you react or respond to it afterwards? And did you react or respond in a, in a way that actually resourced you or drained your resources? Mm -hmm. Typically, blaming throws all of our power away. It throws it all into the, you know, wherever. Um, if we say, wait a minute, I really screwed that up. Suddenly, I've gained my power back and my ability to find a, a, a system that will allow me to correct the, the issues, you know. Uh, I actually learned that from a stage manager some mm -hmm. years back. She says, if you fucked up, the best thing to say is, oops, I fucked up. I know what to do now. And they won't ever ask that you won't get questioned. I didn't know that before that, you know, uh, I to literally take the full responsibility. Oh, I'm really sorry. And I apologize for I mean, I, I should say screwed up. Well, <laughs> you said it. It's OK. Oh, to own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And now I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, so it's, it's a powerful true. place to be when I say I created this drama. Oh, so then I know how to fix it. You know, if they created it over there, I have no idea. You know, um, it's an interesting place to consider. Well, you know, again, I mean, I was hearing, you know, some attorneys talking again about mm -hmm. Tuesday again. And it's very interesting. All the people that are weighing in on this mm -hmm. are not talking about the actual case. Right. They're blaming the... Uh, the DA, they're blaming the judge, they're bl uh, blaming uh, jurors that have not even been picked yet, uh, yeah. that they're not going to be able to be fair or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're not even talking about why this is happening even now. And, uh, and you're absolutely right that we have to take responsibility for what brought us to this point. Why are we here? Why is this happening? let everything unfold and let's see where this takes us. And then mm -hmm. let's step back and let's say, okay, what can we learn from this? What can we glean from this? And where can this take us? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really does. You know, when we can gather up our resources, which is a, you know, the, the events and how they affect us and the people around us, then, then we can do, okay. I pulled a card for us. For my brand new oracle deck that i got for my birthday i oh, pulled three cards today too i pulled three cards yeah did you oh, just fantastic. have a birthday i was in march it was uh, okay well happy birthday thank you and i think you did wish me birthday so thank you again i'm not a year older just because you wished it twice just so <laughs> well on as celebrated Cele i believe in yeah. celebrating every day you know that yeah and it's it's been that way all month it's been fantastic so the card that i pulled and i thought well <laughs> What, is, what what does this mean you know but it says let me see if i can put line that up with no breathe. glare oh i love this isn't it gorgeous wow. breathe and yeah, you know we look at it, it and say breathe she's, it's she's obvious lotus blossom. yeah it's oh yeah that's true lotus blossom yeah that's true oh well, let's see yeah so i'm going to try to read it to you real quick because it was so wonderful uh, of course it represents patience waiting going slowly wellness and uh, meditation and trust. Okay, the Oracle's message is patience in all things is called for right now. Oh my God, and the number is 29. And yep. I was reading today about the number 11. Uh, you know, I was born on the 11th and the number 11 keeps popping up for me. Yeah, mm. we're all seeing 11 a lot. Oh my gosh, just all over the place. I think, it's, uh, it's a reflection, I think, what it's did a you... doorway. Mm -hmm. Oh, because Aaron, yesterday we were talking. You said four, four, four. Yes. Oh well, yeah. Yes. Well, that's specifically for you, you, your frequency, because um, uh, this is part of human design. And one day maybe we'll bring on uh, somebody who can teach us more about human design. I have a couple friends who are really into it, and um, yeah, the you are uh, the projector, and the projector. The 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 uh, build up the the makeup of a projector is not to work a forty hour week, not to work um, more than four hours a day, four days a week, four weeks a year. I mean, uh, four weeks a month. So four four four. Um, 
And interesting if you I'm not supposed to work more than four hours a day. And right. I have to tell you, I have to tell you, if anybody hasn't looked, I know there's somebody watching who is, I don't know if it's, thank you, Natasha, for the compliment earlier, by the way. Someone that's watching has said that they are knowledgeable about knowledgeable about the new human design. Oh yeah. And according to new human design, I'm, I'm not supposed to work more than four hours a day. And that's so right. true. I give it everything I've gotten after four hours. I'm just like, right. I'm just like energy list for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, um, it, then you have to work, work literally to rebuild up your reserves. So, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's of course a little more than that, but I thought, you know, when that came through is like, Oh wait, four, 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 that's beautiful. Because in, um, the, when we look up that four, four, four as an angel number, we yeah. see that it's, it's representative of the, the task, we're do, the work we're doing, the project or whatever that, that we're working on is supported from the divine. Okay. And you're having, you know, doors are opening, um, systems are functioning properly. Uh, it's a, one of those reminders, like you see a 444, you're like, oh, what I'm doing is, okay. And usually I see 444, of course, at work, because that's 444. And I'm thinking, okay, so I'm supported right now what I'm doing. Um, sometimes I see it at other times. Oh, we got, we got hacked. Uh, well, they're yeah. gone. They're blocked. Yeah, they're gone. That was so stupid. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. I missed it. Oh. Oh, well. I'm not repeating um, it. Should we say hi to everybody on the show? Who's, yeah, who's I was I was looking team? at Natasha and Alan and Cherie and oh gosh, Aaron. Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Yeah. Hi, guys. Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Yeah, we got a few people watching. That's nice. Hi, guys. Anything you want to say about any? Are you feeling any of this as we approach the? The pink moon, which is on the sixth. I mean, on the uh, on the sixth. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you're asking the chat, or are you asking me? I'm asking the chat. The chat, okay. But but you uh, but you know, go I ahead, Aaron. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we have this moon in Libra, and it's there's like a battle of wills out there in in the cosmos. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's very interesting because. We have all this energy in Taurus. We have um, the moon is sitting over in Libra. Um, we have all this energy in Aries. And, you know, everybody's looking across the table, like this at each other. Uh -huh. um, and somebody is waiting for somebody to make a move, it seems. The um, question is, am I going to reflect back through this Libra energy, which is balance, wait uh -huh. and see, hold, hold hold, you know, just breathe into it, you know, uh, be of service to the situation instead of uh, in rebellion of the situation, uh, or am I going to be coming from that Aries energy, which is just hit them, just kill them, off with their head right now, you know, uh, and the Taurus energy, which is bury them, you know, um, so we have these reflective energies going back and forth that can, um, we'll feel them. We'll feel them acutely, and we'll feel them on the on the global stage as well. Like what's happening in France, what's happening, and I think there's something in Norway. Uh, we don't get to see that on the media because, of course, we have our dramas here in the U.S. Um, and our hearts go out to all the victims of the recent. Um, oh my shootings. gosh! Horrible shootings. Horrible. Yeah, train wreck, train accidents. So Trains. so much. Yeah. yeah. So our hearts go out to the. Those no, I had a uh, a dream about uh, the train accident before it happened. Oh, and, oh wow! And I, and I, and I, and I told Danny about it. I said the, there's going to be another train accident, and it was very, very uh, strange. And the interesting thing is that Danny is working on a project uh, celebrating the history of. There used to be uh, the Erie Railroad used to come mm. through Rockland County where we mm -hmm. live, the train station was a major stopping off point. It doesn't exist anymore, uh, but the train station is still here. And he is involved as part of the Piermont Historical Society uh, with this big event that's happening in, uh, uh, in May, uh, celebrating mm -hmm. the history of the train station. And, okay. yeah, and, may, and I don't know if it was because of all the work that he's doing with that, or, but I had this very vivid dream 
about this accident that happened. Wow. You're tuned in. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we don't take those for granted. There's not anything you could do about it. You can't call somebody and say, oh, by the way, your train's going to wreck. Because then, of course, <laughs> they're going to think that you're the cause of it, you know. Um, uh, I, I have to acknowledge. Can, huh? I have to acknowledge oh. Sherry. Yes, Sherry, we, we have several storm. We have several storms going on in uh, central and north Texas. We had a storm move through earlier. We have we were under a tornado watch until 11. Uh, but it looks like a glob of weather may we may miss it. So it's so far so good. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to acknowledge her. Oh, uh, no, I'm glad. Uh, you did. But that's that's a big deal, Mr. Uh, Richard, that you had that dream. Mm -hmm. I, See, have that's these, the, that's the I have a lot of dreams with a lot of people in them. Eric and I have talked about it. There's a lot yeah. of people in my dreams. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> and I interact with them. I had another one last night where I was in a building with tons of people, tons of people that were just mm -hmm. hanging out. They just go there and they hang out. And, and I stayed there a couple of nights with somebody. And I was just hanging out with all these people in this huge old building. It was really bizarre. Um, and Aaron's funny that you I was reading an article that people mm -hmm. don't hang out anymore just for the sake of hanging out. But people, we all used to do that. We'd go to places, mm -hmm. people used to go to the mall uh, yeah. and hang out. People don't do yeah. that anymore. Mm -hmm. right. People go yeah. to no, places. Don't hang out anymore. Uh, people go to places with a specific purpose to be there. So it's interesting mm -hmm. that you say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's another thing that this moon cycle is reflecting is what are what are my needs for my journey? Okay, what are you know we have my requirements and my desires. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, and what what supports me? And what? How can I support myself in in getting that? You know, there will be a lot of. Um, I don't like the word use the word interruptions, but there will be a lot of. Um, energies passing around us, you know, they might reflect as interruptions, they might inter uh, come to us as, um, uh, and some of them can be jarring, you know, depending on how, how focused we are on, on whatever it is we're working on. So, you know, maybe uh, we can ask ourselves, all right, this is this interruption is here to remind me to do one thing, maybe that's breathe, we can we can set up that agreement with spirit, okay, when you interrupt me, that means I forgot to breathe. I'm just going to take that deep breath in and, and, and you know, refresh, reboot my system here. Um, um, a lot of people want to go on vacation during spring, spring break, of course, all that kind of stuff. But really what they want to do is feel at ease with themselves, with breathing, with the, the, the absolute basics of life. Breath. But even when people go on those vacations, on those spring break vacations or whatever, they're not taking the time to breathe nine no. times out of 10. No. Um, how many times have people taken a vacation and they come back more exhausted than they were when they went because they were always on the go. They're always right. uh, thinking about what do I do next? What do I do next? Rather than just being a vacation, uh, mm -hmm. ideally should be just being in the moment and being totally present at all moments and going right. slow. And so there, there is a restaurant in Austin called El Arroyo, and they're known for their, uh, their marquees. And mm -hmm. a friend of mine just posted this today. Being abducted by aliens might just be the vacation I need at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's the part where we can reflect and say, oh, wait a minute, I'm listening to somebody else's value. Do I really want to go spend time, money, energy, and all that kind of stuff to do something that, that I don't know is going to really support me? Now, if you so, do go, you can say, where am I? Who am I? What do I want? Where am I? Am I, am I taking care of myself? Am I breathing? Am I uh, consuming? Am I Have I stopped eating properly? Have I stopped drinking enough water? Have I stopped Am I, have I crunched myself down to try to fit this situation? Or am I going to stand up and say, I'm here, and this is where I'm supposed to be. It's the right time, the right place for me to be here, to take a deep breath, to relax. And it takes a moment to do that. You know, we can do that while we're listening to somebody. And suddenly the whole world, the cosmos, opens up to us when we do that.
you know. I know. picked three very interesting cards. Yes. I'm not sure which ones to read first. One is the called Don't one. Apologize, Testify. Oh. Take the great take the great leap or worry less, live more. I'm not sure which to read first. Um well, I go, I say go with the uh, take the leap because that's what something you've just done. Take the great yeah. leap. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's see. Wherever you perceive yourself to be in the evolution of your life, you can always begin again. Hold on to nothing but the openness to take the great leap into your next level of unfoldment. You remain receptive. Each moment becomes an invitation for the divine to interpret itself as you in a greater way than you could possibly imagine. Mm. This yeah. is a Michael Beckwith card. Okay, this, sounds like this it. is a Michael Beckwith card. Yeah, yeah, this is an agape card. Well, I call it the agape cards. Yeah. Um, but I really like. Worry is like paying interest on money you haven't borrowed, and it pays no dividends except more worry. In the nowness of the moment, express gratitude for your life just as it is, and you will initiate a celebration of all that good, all the good that is yours. When you are in tune with this law of mind, you are freed from the prison of constantly placing your attention on the quantity of things because quality of consciousness is your priority. Mm. I really kind of like this one. I'm going to read this last one. Don't okay. apologize. Testify. As you begin to consciously grow and unfold, do not apologize for the good that is taking place in your life. Testify to it. Testify that something in you has transformed. Testify that there is a power, presence, and love that is everywhere. Glow with the inner radiance that gives witness to your inner splendor so that others can see what you're glorifying. I did have a very good friend. I don't, I have had her in my life for years. She, her and her husband, and we have a lot of the same friends here in Dallas that said that I inspired her. I, just so anybody knows, I got rid of everything that I've been carting around for years in moving trucks. And what didn't fit in my car did not come to Dallas with me. I let it all go. All the furniture, all the kitchen crap, a lot of the art, uh, so much stuff, especially the furniture. I had people that came to, back to my home in Santa Fe several times to buy more. I didn't get a fortune for it. Don't worry about that. I, didn't, I did not get a fortune for it. However, it felt good that I was making other people were becoming happy with my stuff. And there was a there was a 18, 19 year old girl who, who came with her mother and they just built her a studio apartment and she had nothing in it except a bed. I just furnished her entire apartment. Wow. Wow. Really nice. Yeah. Mm. From the draperies down to the pillows, down to the, the side table, to a lingerie mm -hmm. chest, storage bins that stack up that are really cool. Yeah, I I did that. And I've inspired people recently. I've had people say, I need to do that so badly. And that's their words, not mine. Right. Well, do so you know what I am hearing? Um, I think uh, that you have really exemplified uh, from My your book. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, hear me out. The boomerang effect. Because mm -hmm. your book, Let That Go, and here you are, I mean, your book, what you write about, what you talk about, you have manifested it to the hundredth degree, uh, letting go of it, letting go of these things, these material <laughs> things. What did that feel like physically for you? Um, I got to tell you, listen, at the beginning, and, and, and here's what happened. I mean, I left the company I was working for and my wonderful landlord said, who wanted me to live there in her condo forever said, we're selling it. And your lease is over in two in, in a month and a half. What do you want to do? And I said, I thought I'm getting out of here. <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. that's, I mean, I called, I called two people, my Reiki master and Aaron. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they both said, thank you. My Reiki master was like, thank you, God. You're God's, mm -hmm. you're being so pushed out of there get out. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. And I called an old dear, a dear friend of mine here who's here in Dana, Dallas, my friend, Jana, who does estate sales. And she's, she's been wanting to move for a little while. She said, get rid of it, get rid of everything. Just get rid of it, just sell it. You can live without it. And I said, you're so right. So mm -hmm. I got rid of everything except precious things that I wanted to keep, uh, 
you know, and things that I require. And uh, I even I got rid of my all of my <laughs> I got rid of rid of my Neiman Marcus snow globes, all a tub of crystal. People don't young people don't want crystal anymore. They don't want crystal. They don't want china. They don't want uh, they don't want if you give them silver, if they inherit it silver, they sell it. Um, you know, they don't want that stuff. So um, I got rid of it all, man. I got rid of it all. And, and I, I love it. Nice I, don't, I donated it to I donated a lot of stuff to uh, uh, oh gosh, wonderful woman in Santa Fe named Jane Cotton. They have a they have a store that um, the proceeds go to this um, it's not a halfway house. It's a re, it's a center for women starting over who've been abandoned, who have children, who it's a shelter, but they teach them, they, they, they wardrobe them, they teach them skills, how to get back in the workforce, how to have a home again. So I, I donated so much stuff to those people. That's, it was just crazy. Um, and my dear, dear friend Judith from Santa Fe came over several days and just helped me make sense of it and packed what I could cram into my car and put my two dogs in the front seat in their kennel and came back to Dallas. And it was, it was, I would, I felt really free. I felt really, and I still feel really free that I got rid of all this stuff. Because mm -hmm. uh, my friend that I'm staying with, um, we want to move to New Orleans. I don't want to cart all that crap to Noah. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to spend, you know, I don't want to spend two grand on, you know, renting a truck, towing the car, hiring them to load it, hiring them to unload it, or anybody, not just men, but anybody. You know, I don't want to spend all that money. Wherever I'm going, I'll start fresh, and I'm not ever going to collect that much stuff again. I I, um, I have a huge Buddhist altar, huge, huge Buddhist altar that I inherited from my friend whose mother, who was Japanese, had for many, 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 many years. Um, it was made in Japan. It was handmade. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Piece of linen. It's called a Buzidam in the middle. I donated that huge piece of wonderful furniture and the huge bell and everything that originally came with it. The incense burner, the candle holders, the stands. Everything that came with it, the, the fake evergreen that went on the altar, the vases, I donated it to my district in Santa Fe, my Buddhist district in Santa Fe. My, the district leader had a small altar and she really wanted something a little bit bigger for the members and they, the, the members got a new altar and they were thrilled and I was thrilled to give it to them. Mm. I didn't pay for it, it was given to me. But we tend to do that in Buddhism. Um, we tend to inherit things. And so when I got here, I just found out that five senior Buddhist women passed away. Five that we all knew. Mm -hmm. One of them has a home full of things that nobody in her family wants. And one of them is a small Buddhism that my scroll will fit in. I have one of the older ones that is huge. It's a big scroll and mm -hmm. it's big enough for it. And they're, and, and they're trying to find me a table to put it on. I'm going to be traveling with a small altar knot now not a huge Godzilla thing. Yeah. Mm, congratulations. Yeah. That's the, that's the story. But, you know, I think the, the, the moon is. Uh oh, my really plan. And when we get to a new moon, I start feeling it. I start getting it. And, and things mm -hmm. just, I start making decisions with higher consciousness and others that kind of go along with it. Um, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, that's well, I, I do believe, especially when we collect things over time, um, I do believe that things pick up our energy and mm -hmm. uh, they carry it. And I do believe that these things that you have let go of and that you have sent on, I think of that young girl that has a new life that she's starting that you have taken this positive energy and you are, that's just going to permeate throughout her life uh throughout her home mm -hmm. and uh i think yeah. she's off to, i think she's off to a good start and thank mm -hmm. you and, and artwork and all kinds of stuff and um and i have to shout out to all the people that assisted me in doing this that helped that assisted me in 
you know, packing and cleaning and it was amazing, you know, and I got out so that my landlord could do some work on it and show it and sell it, which also benefits her. Totally benefits her. I remember. And, and, and I kept the Carol Channing doll. She's in a sack in my car. <laughs> She's in my truck. I remember did, reading once that Shirley MacLaine had a, a necklace, an amulet, and uh, there was a major fire in Malibu. And she obsessed over the fact that she lost this necklace that she had had since she was a little girl. And then she realized how, in her words, absurd it was that she had allowed this material thing to take over her life to the point that it was destroying her. When I looked at these families uh, in uh, Mississippi, um, mm -hmm. it was very interesting. And I was lying in bed the other night. Uh, I was lying on my sofa and I was watching these families um, in Mississippi. Do you all realize, everybody who's watching this, that that area that they uh, tornado went through those families were living below the poverty line. All of those people who lost their homes, who lost whatever material things they had, were living below the poverty line. Some of them lost family members. They, but you know, but the fact that they lost whatever small belongings they had, they were living below uh, below the poverty line, and the rest of us who are thinking about, you know, uh, are we going to get that next role in a show or we're going to, uh, is that uh, uh, next paycheck uh, going to give us this or that? These people are wa wondering where they're going to put their heads tonight. Yeah. You know, and are, you know. Well, and, well, in the same, in the same after Katrina. Yeah. The same after yes. Katrina. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, you know, and the safe in the space that I'm in, is it safe? You know, and then I think about, uh, <clears throat> you know, and I heard uh, this congresswoman say the other night, uh, and she was a representative, and she said, I don't care if this, shoot. she said, let's stop empowering these shooters uh, with whether they're male or female or transgendered or whatever, all I know is that six people's lives were snuffed out. That's all that I care about. Six right. people's lives were snuffed out. And we need to focus on that. That's where our energy needs to go. Our energy needs to go there. And, you know, and... Spending love, yeah. And we are so caught up in these material things. You know, and the, you know, and you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Aaron. You know, and it's interesting that every time we come together, it's on the full moon. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting choked up on this. Um, we come together <laughs> over the full moon, and yeah. it's the um, and it's it reflects the light on, and we are seeing with our eyes wide open mm. on the things that we really need to focus on. That's right. That's right. You know, and and like I said before, and uh, you will see if you read it anywhere, this is how we react to it through our filter system. You know, mm -hmm. where's the love? Where do we say, regardless if that person is black, white, yellow, orange, whatever, blue, green, whatever, regardless if they're rich, poor, you know, whatever. Is there something, is there some way I can react to it through a filter of love, through a filter of, of support, through a filter of compassion, through a filter of, you know, service, through a, oh, whatever we can, those words we can put into that, through a, a filter of balance, where you can say, yes, they're going through that. I get it. I see, you know, we bless them on their path. Uh, if I can help them, I can. Now, now me, how can I integrate this, this lesson? We're, we're witness to it. It, it traumatizes us. You know, we sit. I saw uh, Linda Moulton Howe. I don't know. A lot of people may know her from. Um, um, yeah, we, uh, we have lots of nods for that. 
she on her Wednesday shows, she said that when she saw the the, the school shooting, it kind of surprised her. And she said she stood in front of the TV and cried for hours. She mm-hmm. could not stop. It was Me just Me too. uncontrollable release of this emotion. And, you know, she's a reporter, so she sees this stuff. She's seen horrible, catastrophic things, you know, and all that kind of stuff. She's a bit aware of it. This time, her filters, you know, whatever filter she uses collapsed, and she just had, she said it wasn't, it, it may have been a combination of anger. We don't, I don't know. She didn't really go into that, but she couldn't help herself, which just says to me that the spirit of it is too great to ignore. It is too great yeah. to turn our back on, you know. Yeah. When look I, at right it, after I got, right after I got to Dallas, we had a school shooting at the high school. My it was like a rival high school from my high school in North Dallas, and I was like, "What?" You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's not just over there or in that state or in this city. It's in all of our cities. It's in mm-hmm. all of our towns. Oh, but I love what one congressman said. He said, "We are too busy wanting to ban books." instead of mm-hmm. AR-15s, yeah. but right. dead children can't read books. Right. Think about yeah. that statement for a moment. And yeah. uh, it, it's, I mean, you know, I just performed in Washington, D.C., and I didn't know this until the next day, but the venue that I performed in, that afternoon got a bomb uh, threat because wow. uh, the on su- Sunday afternoons, they do uh, Drag Time Story Hour. And mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know that uh, the owner of the venue, uh, because he was calm and collected that night, or seemed to be, uh, had not only gotten a bomb threat at the venue, but he had gotten a bomb threat uh, at home as well. Mm-hmm. And he was dealing with that as I was getting ready to go on that night. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, mm-hmm. this, you know, and you know, and. We all go about our lives, you know, we sit next to people on buses and, you know, and cars and everything else, not realizing what those people in that next car are going through on a daily basis. Right. And we exactly. need to, so, you know, uh, think of the bigger picture. Um, so we can slow down. We can breathe. Breathe. And we can reboot ourselves and come and come back into a space that is beneficial for everyone on the road everyone not just me and my personal interest of course mm-hmm. me and my personal interest if i'm really taking care of it benefits everyone else so mm-hmm. um do you guys want to do a little meditation you want to yes. meditate okay yes. yeah i was just gonna say that. okay that's we everybody want to meditate because we didn't do it last time yeah yeah okay. thank you richard thank you aaron thank you and thank you to everyone watching and commenting, it's, it's so beautiful to see your comments in here. Um, let's um, I'll start the bowl if anybody wants to lead a meditation. I think um, I would like you to do that. Okay. So we breathe, we agree to breathe. We take a nice, beautiful, Inhalation. And as we breathe in, we know that we are centering ourselves. And then we can exhale and feel our body relax. Important to relax. Now we can inhale once again deeply and know that we are heard, felt, and seen. We can feel this. Can exhale and relax even more. Relax. We'll inhale deeply together once again to channel us into the same frequency. And then we can slowly exhale. All this is very slow. And as we are breathing at our own pace, we are connected can't be separated because that is not how it works. We are in tune and we are responsible for ourselves. 
afraid to take responsibility for ourselves because it's our own creation. When we own it, we can do whatever we want with it. We can fix it, we can sell it, we can share it, and we breathe and absorb it and appreciate it right now. This moment is about appreciating it, about appreciating our responsibility appreciating what we see as our power in the world individually and as we see this we know that we're not alone in this we're not alone we are unified evening together we're unified with the groups that we share our lives with we're unified with our families we're unified with all that is we see things that we are appalled by yet we're still unified with it which means we can control we can take responsibility for our part in it we can reach out to loved ones. We can sit in appreciation and allow our own cup to fill up with appreciation so that we can share that with our loved ones. We can let our cup fill up with love and appreciation and share that with our Let our cup fill up with love, appreciation, and admiration, and acceptance, and allowance. And we won't have to rush around. We won't have to be in a hurry. We can slowly enjoy this moment we can allow our hearts to open in this moment we get to allow our hearts to blossom and bloom in this moment and we can feel this expansion from our heart blossoming and blooming into the frequency of our home, our neighborhood, our city, our state, our country, our continent, our planet. The electromagnetic field around the Earth, it extends to the planets in the solar system, it reflects back to the sun. This is us. This is my individual point of view, and I get to share it with all that is. And as we breathe slowly and deeply, it's really all we have to do. all we have to do we'll see crisis and we can breathe into it and remind ourselves all I have to do is breathe we'll see despair and we say all I have to do is breathe right now we'll see heartbreak all I have to do is breathe I can breathe and relax the next step will be revealed and we will be ready. So we see the beautiful flower that we are becoming. We'll see a beautiful expansion that we are. 
and we breathe into it. We feed it with divine energy from our own breath, from our own choice to breathe slowly and deeply. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.